advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose this meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. These motherfuckers, dude. I think they do it on purpose. They know better. <clears throat> I had yeah. a talk with him. He said he just hadn't listened to it through all the episodes, but I was like, it's definitely been said. <laughs> it's going to be said again. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe. maybe you never know. <sighs> might surprise us if it, it I mean, might. Yeah. Because if it's it uh, Dogs like peanut butter. That's not what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're doing axles. We're talking shit about a flavored whiskey that got sent to us, but uh, yeah. first. Uh, we might do that on the next episode. <laughs> Brad just looked straight at me <laughs> on, and dumped like 15 years of his class. This episode, we are oh, drinking the so Axel Anaya uh, Dalmore 15. You know, it's the bottle shaped just like him, real small at the top. Yeah, it, it is. Comes it down. is. Yeah. He's um, got uh, Matias. Mm-hmm. So I'm very eager to have a sip. Well, that's a nice pour. Brent's tea. He's not. Oh my god! Uh, so fucking smooth, man. Man, that is so. Oh fuck! I don't think there's anything better than that. Tell me one on the shelf that's better than that. I mean, the twelve, the XR twenty one's good, like for sure. Um, I don't know, man. Like my the, here, the I think you know what's funny. I there, guess. There's there's a lot of whiskeys that are good, and there might be some that are better, maybe for each one of right. us. But for all three of us to agree on the twelve and the fifteen. Dalmore. This is here's like, the thing. This the Dalmore, so the upside of the Dalmore is I've had very I've had very few whiskeys smoother than the Dalmore 15. There is no heat, there's no oh like if I don't you know if I have. There's no like oh fuck that whiskey like it's burning my throat like nothing. It just fucking goes down like dangerously. But we have other whiskeys that have a much more interesting robust flavor profile. Yeah, it's not as flavorful as some whiskeys that we have. There's no like high points and yeah. interesting notes, but the smoothness. Yeah. I can't think of a smoother whiskey, but I can think of more flavorful, like like a, like a drinking whiskey. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. that you're just kind of fucking just. It tastes have. like I've already put this on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. it feels cold. well. It's cold down here, maybe. I thought, well, but no, I'm saying just the smoothness. Open. Like once you yeah. put something on the rocks, it opens the whiskey a little bit up, of water. waters it yeah, down. A little bit of water. It's not harsh anymore. It's already like that coming out of the bottle. That's it's so not. interesting how certain whiskeys like hit like it hits the outside back of my tongue like mm. like bitter does, but it's not actually bitter. But mm. that's the part of your tongue that alcohol, like activates. Like, yeah. like that's where it's present. I yeah. feel it on the outside. The back whiskey of my act- activation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is it is because I drink the the Dalmore Twelve. Yeah. 
somewhat regularly just mm-hmm. because Trader Joe or uh, Smart and Final carries it for fifty five bucks. Yeah, and you, Man, that's, that's cheap. that that so honestly cheap, is that that's honestly such a for that whiskey. Steal. That's such a steal. Man. So I, I mean, I can't say I drink it all the time. I think in a, in since COVID, I've probably I'm like halfway through my second bottle. Yeah. Right. So it's not like I drink it every fucking night or something, but I drink it regularly enough to know that this 15 is such a fucking step above it. Like it is. Yeah. It is. Really I mean, a, I, I a like the 12. the 12. I really. Like I do. I do like the 12. And we were talking about that for price. Price point wise. Price, price point, point wise, the yeah. 12 is just. It's fucking crazy. Right. The and the Buffalo Chase is smooth too. It's just less flavor. But yeah, the fifteen's really, really good. It is good. It has more of a fruity flavor than the twelve, I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't think there's gonna be I think I think it's gonna kick Buffalo Trace's ass all over the place. Flavor profile wise for sure. Buffalo Chase is kind of watered down a little bit. Smoothness, I think. Buffalo Chase is pretty smooth. But it's like more of a watered down like Buffalo Chase is smooth, but it's not as flavorful, I think, as as one of the, how I would put it. It's hotter. It is hotter, but like not in your throat or chest. It's like hotter in your mouth. Like I'm not super crazy on the Buffalo Trace. I'd rather buy a lot of other stuff at that same price point. Really? What would you buy at 20 bucks? Pendleton. Yeah, Pendleton is good. But I don't know. I like Buffalo Chase over Pendleton. I like Pendleton over Buffalo. There's like a caramely thing going on with Pendleton. Pendleton. Just a regular Pendleton. Because it used to be like thirty bucks for Pendleton, now it's down to like twenty two bucks. Yeah. Like you can get it for twenty two. No, right, is you get that shit for seventeen dollars? Yeah, crazy. Which man. Is, I love it. Turned into Smirnoff. Pendleton's good, man. Like, fuck. <clears throat> like Pendleton's kind of my go to whiskey, to be honest. Like just a regular night of I want a whiskey. Like odds are it's going to be Pendleton. That's buried somewhere. Somewhere. That's getting bad when you can't. That's find a good. Shit. That's a great problem to have. Like we can't I'm looking find, through all these we bottles. Can't find our Pendleton because it's behind yeah. all of our other whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it. And anyway, somebody, thank you. Yeah, and somebody asked us to talk about our origin story in the in the um, in the uh, Patreon episodes, but we we've talked about it over and over again, uh, and so we we declined to answer that. They can dig for it. Uh, but our origin story of the whiskey have we, we have we told uh, like our actual origin story Dude, of the that, whiskey ball? That we is, have, huh? I'll be honest. That is, I mean, this I can't say it's a Dalmore fifteen, obviously, but fuck. That is really fucking it's really smooth. good, dude. Pendleton dude. is so good. And I don't know. I was gonna say for seventeen bucks. Fuck off for seventeen bucks. Oh, fuck like, off for seventeen bucks. You yeah. could blind test some whiskey fucking nerd. Well, maybe not a whiskey nerd. They might know. I don't know. People no, are you crazy. can tell the difference. Yeah. Like when you get a, are you have clear glass yet? You sure. should try that. Like, I'm gonna be drunk. It's better than Buffalo Trace, <laughs> I think it is. It's a flavor is just better than because I used Trace to not that. like Pendleton. Remember? Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, my Pendleton was the one I would brag it was the nine. Yeah, right. Nineteen right. ten is the one, like and with cinnamon, that shit is like fucking cinnamon fireball. No, it doesn't taste like cinnamon fireball. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So the the difference is the years. Oh, for sure. Like if that set for another couple yeah. of years, it would elevate. You, you would get into the smooth because that does have that. If you took a big drink, it has the burn down the throat. Mm-hmm. You would get a little mm-hmm. bit of burn for sure. It's smooth. It's very smooth for seventeen dollars. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. I price mean, at point. most you're going to pay twenty five bucks for a bottle. You're looking at over a hundred dollars for fifteen. Yes. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. And to give credit for the clank on the bonus and the other episode, I've been drinking the John Emerald by CJ mm. Kalisa. I don't know how we say his last yeah. name. Yeah, DJ Kalisa. DJ Kalisi. Kalisi. He was in Game of Thrones. He's in Game of Thrones. It's different. No, it's not his, what it is. Yeah. His sex scene was hot. Yeah. 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 So, him, and, him and three other dudes, he took it all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he took them down. As you uh, probably know, if you're listening, unless this is your first time, in which case, welcome. We're going to soon start talking about horrible prison experiments. Happy horrible whiskey. little prison experiments. It's a happy experiment. But in the meantime, uh, at the top of every episode, uh, we like to thank someone who has recognized uh, the awesomity mm. of, oh, I like of, that. of El Yucateco oh, hot sauce <laughs> by by posting it. Are you feeling all that I'll whiskey? Myself, that yeah. was a heavy I already, can't, I already can't talk not yeah, drunk. Yeah, that was a good pour. <laughs> You've done way, way heavier pours, but that was a respectable pour of that, Dolmore. Yeah. Awesomity. I haven't eaten That's good. So yeah. the awesomity of El Yucateco. Awesomity. Uh, I'll say, 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 and in this case, we wanted to give a shout out and give a hot sack or a hot box full of free swag to Brian Baldwin, yeah. um, who Brian in, Baldcock in the Facebook nice. group, not a hair to be found. Baldus cock in yeah, the yeah, West, yeah. cock in the West. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the East. No, no. there's who's some bald ones in the East. Who was that guy in the East uh, that had the Baldercock? Dante, Dante Fuentes. Oh yeah, Dante Bridges. Fuentes. He goes by Fuentes. That's his yeah. point of name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to put him on blast like that. You put him out there now. Now people know. But Brian Baldwin posted some mahi tacos that were like kind of next level. They were like pickled red onions uh, on top uh, of them. He had like two different salsas, like a mango salsa. Like a kraut? He had would grilled. you consider that a kraut pickle? No. no. I guess pickled cabbage would be yeah. kraut. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but what, he do had call, like, what do you call pickled onions of? It's a sauerkraut. Um, do I don't know that it's pickled the same way sauerkraut is. I think they were probably just put don't in Don't argue vinegar. with me. Did you uh, finally buy some of that wild brine uh, kimchi or kraut yet? No, I, I tried brine? their kraut before and I wasn't super crazy like it. There's a it. garlic sauerkraut. No, that's no? that's stupid. It's not. <laughs> this guy's a <laughs> kraut purist. <laughs> Garlic's stupid. good in everything. I don't know what you're talking about. I just spelled onions with a U. But he did mahi tacos. He had like a nice <laughs> plate of like cilantro and grilled. Uh, lime wedges you look good. the whole the, deal the color of the presentation was re- nice. really good presentation he posted the the el yucateco so you will be getting a hit up by frankie pigeons um and apparently there's a big drive for people to give uh to to like and follow frankie pigeons on mm-hmm. instagram or something yeah because we got like three thousand people in the group and there's yeah. only 773 followers for so frankie take a pigeons. second hit yeah. pause get on your instagram um get on the ig Mm-hmm. All the social medias, it. yeah. Um, yeah and just Pigeons give Frankie Pigeons a quick follow. Twitter, Facebook, yeah. and Instagram. If you got them, I'm um, guilty. I've, and go like years, like a bunch years, of posts. I wasn't following. See, I felt bad, I, and I, I immediately went in to follow him, and then I realized I was already following. Him. I never. I don't I feel bad for not following anyone, but um, it, it was time. It was time. It was time. So it was time. thank you, Brian Baldwin. Um, if you want to win a hot sack as well. Then post, uh, do the hashtag thing, and uh, make a difference um, in in the world with the deliciousness of El Yucateco. And uh, as always, we want to thank our patrons. Um, 
you can uh, become a patron of the show for as little as one measly U.S. dollar. Um, and for that dollar, you get bonus episodes. There's like 160 of them or right. something right now. Most notably, your father's love. You'll mm-hmm. get your father's yeah. love. You mm-hmm. won't be a fuckface peasant. And eventually, your name will be spoken by mm-hmm. us on air. Yes. Um, we're not going to uh, say anything about our particular patrons till the end of the episode. A dollar is not quite like bragging rights, but it's escape from shame. Yeah. It is escape from shame. Yeah. 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 And if you do more, you get like... Early episodes, you get the video feed when we're live. You get shirts and swags. Random and stuff. Puppy yeah, dog tags stuff. and all kinds of things. Yeah, one dollar, it's like the Auschwitz lineup. Like, you, we won't make eye contact with you. We'll just walk past to the yeah. next person. You don't die. Yeah, you, you won't. You too much? Too I far? just don't understand. People do. No, you're saved. Yeah. Okay, God, it's enough to get by. You live to see another day with a dollar. That's all I was saying. Yeah. Dave's trying to it's like that song. My dark it's like that song, Dave. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna yeah. get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna now you get it. it. Auschwitz. Yeah. Never gonna get it. You got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like a fun <laughs> yeah. pop song. Like yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically a dance party. Yeah, inside of a inside of a death shower. Death yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> death and camp dance are, party. That's my band. Death camp dance party. Oh wow. And we are a founding like member that. of the like Podbelly Podcast Network. So go to podbelly.com for all of your podcast needs to find other great shows, et cetera, et cetera. So on today's episode, and I apologize to whoever, um, whichever of our lovely patrons recommended this topic because I pulled it from the patron list. I had never heard of it. Um, and it is the, the Holmesburg prison experiments. And we were, we kind of went back and forth cause we were going to, uh, make it about this doctor named Dr. Eric Kligman, or we were going to make it about the hospital in, or the, the prison in general, but really the, you're burying the headline. If out of the prison and this guy, the prime focus really needs to be these fucking prison experiments. Yeah. There's and a couple there's, other things about the prison that we'll probably tack in. And during well. the time period, like across the United States, which is fucking wild. Because when you, if we read this shit out of context and just didn't tell you where it was at first, you'd be like, you never, those yeah. crazy Germans. Exactly. You'd have been like, this is some well, evil fucking, fucking like Japanese Stalin fucking did crazy this camp. Shit, yeah. Right? yeah. They're why trying to make monkey men over there. Why don't we do that? It's too late. We're too late. Saying. We already let the bat out of the keg. You said where was that? The bat out of the keg. What? Yeah. But anyways, anyway, you said um, where it was but, at? but across the United mm-hmm. States, yeah, across the United States that I'm saying, you haven't said again, where it's at. That's just, you're just talking about the during United the Cold States War right time now. period. There were some worse experiments, but not so, uh, I think bad as I think Pennsylvania had like fucking 10 different fucking places that were doing this. But across the United States, there were places that were doing like testicular transplants from animals to oh. see if it increased virility, like crazy fucking shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how you and further you think science. That's some fucking Joseph fucking Mangala crazy shit that the United States isn't doing. Like, we're like, no, no, the Nuremberg trials, like, we're against this shit. It's like, no, not really. We're not no, really. Not really. We're, we're going to persecute these people yeah. and then, like, judge ourselves differently because we're like, well, we're not crazy Nazis, though. It's a right. difference. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. doing because we need to make shampoo and toothpaste safe for people. <laughs> right, right. And we're paying them and they, they volunteered to do it. Right. They signed a consent form in most cases. Yeah. The whole thing in most crazy. cases. Dude, this is crazy <laughs> shit. Like, I don't understand how. And I didn't fully fought like it. I don't have a whole lot of it in my notes, but part part of the the interesting thing about this is so the, the Holmesburg prison was in Pennsylvania, and there was something at the time, part of the laws were that you were like in that prison until you were able to pay enough money to get out. I think it was that never before would you be in an opportunity to be able to 
get 10% of your bail. You know what I mean? Cause it's all you need for bail bonds. 10% of bail. They'll post the rest. But you just if, can't if get you're it. in prison and don't have any friends or family that would you do it for you, it. you would have to, you, there's no way conceivably that based off of a normal prison job, could you earn enough money in a short enough time period to beat your sentence out by paying 10% of your bail? Because it was like, a penny a day or two cents a day right. where if you volunteered for some fucking like perfume experiment or a lotion experiment or something, they're going to do some skin tests some dermatology fucking test on you. You might get a dollar or $3 for this fucking test. Yeah. So, a lot of it said that the so test it would take you 300 often, days. Yeah, to they get often three, range $3. between $30 and as high as yeah. $800. Yeah. So you could get some crazy shit where all of a sudden you got money on your books, the top ramen honey bun King. Right. Or you could actually fucking raise your own bail yeah. and get the fuck out with cancer and no teeth. Right. <laughs> and a rash right. for the next and right. pustules all over your fucking back yeah. for the next seven years. So um Oh also Dance Party Death Camp is available. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm tempted. So it uh the prison was open from eighteen ninety six to nineteen ninety five. Um just shy of the century mark. Mm-hmm. Too bad. That's too bad. It could have been a really good party. <laughs> And uh, That's you can a long, find, long time. That is a long time. Long, long run. There. Made and it. you can find lots of creepy pictures because there's a photographer out there who specifically goes into Holmesburg Prison as it's deteriorating. Did you see the overview of the pictures. facility? Mm-mm. It's fucking crazy. Let me find it for you because it's fucking nuts. It's a big ass like uh, it's a fucking star. Like uh, yeah, there you go. Say, it looks like Brother big ass fans. Out. Oh, I did see that. Like, you ever been to bigassfans.com? Yeah. We can get one of those. If you we look get at the, like uh, drone footage, it's wild. It's huge, man. That place is fucking nuts. Um. So it had a bad history before the the experiments happened. So in 1938, in August, um, there were prisoners who went on hunger strike to protest how horrible the food was. And as a response, the 23 prisoners were locked in to an isolation cell that they called the Klondike. And... Um, I guess the temperature was always hovering at about a hundred degrees in the Klondike. Plus there were steam vents where steam would pump into the room. I watched a, like a one hour uh, lecture or talk like a talk um, that the author of acres of skin, uh-huh. um, that author gave a talk about the conditions. And I guess the, uh, the structure was such that it only intensified whatever extremity it was like, it was like a thermos. So like if it was cold, it was a little bit colder inside. If it was hot outside, it was a little bit hotter inside. So I don't know what the construction methods were, but like you said, if it was like, if it's fucking 80 outside, it's 95 in there. If it was fucking 30 outside, it's 25 in there. And so basically in the Klondike or in the whole prison, just in the prison, I guess. Hmm. Um, And so specifically that particular area, what they did was they closed off all the ventilation and then they fucking cranked up the radiators. They closed all the windows and all the vents and then they cranked the radiators up and these motherfuckers were like, screaming that they can't breathe i'm gonna have a heart attack like his description of because some people made it through it some people lived and told about the experience and it was fucking just horrific like they just cooked these motherfuckers yeah like when they found the bodies they were blue i guess something to do with like they couldn't breathe so they actually turned indigo like they found the bodies and they were blue so four people died yeah and uh 19 people survived but were fucked up and it caused like a whole scandal um, they called it the bake oven death investigation. And there were prison officials, the superintendent, the deputy warden. They're also called the like, Klondike oven that's a good, murders or something. That's a good yeah. band name too. The bake oven death. Yeah. Bake oven death. Yeah. yeah. Well, Klondike sounds like a fucking delicious ice cream bar. 
You know what I mean? It's like the Klondike <laughs> oven murder. It kind of sounds like a bland ice you guys, cream. You guys bar. might oh, have not good. You guys might Klondike's have heard of my good, my piano tunes. Yeah. I'm Bake Oven. That's what? my my name that I go by. What is it? Bake Oven. I'm piano tunes. Bake yeah, I'm a, oven. I'm a pianist. What uh, is happening? You know, pianist <laughs> specifically uh, pastas. Beethoven, yeah. Beethoven yeah. is uh, come on, guys. <sighs> no, that's a fucking stretch, bro. <laughs> like the same amount of syllables. I mean, it's close. I like that yeah. it was bad come enough on. that you had to cling the bell like twelve times. Yeah. Oh it was God. good. You guys you know, are smart with bake it. oven, Beethoven. You didn't drink enough Dalmore. <laughs> Apparently, God, that was the biggest stretch ever. I think Beethoven, Beethoven. You did the splits for that one. That was a Van Damme joke, bro. It would have worked on paper. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, that's um, all right. We'll move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, cut to uh, the 1950s. Um, in this prison, there. Uh, I guess we'll start with the guy. So, Albert Albert Kligman um, is a medical doctor. Um, he, he's just out of medical school in the 1950s and the mycologist, his, which I was like, thing, I kind of want to be a mycologist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause so his specialty is human fungal infections. He's written papers on it. Um, and apparently there becomes an outbreak of athlete's foot, um, in the prison in the 1950s and the prison pharmacist ran across some of Kligman's articles, um, was like, oh shit, that guy like lives here. Think about what like, a funny thing, like some fucking gold bond powder or Lotrimin cream would just solve this shit, some fucking spray. Yeah. Now we take for granted. Like, right, but right. really what's crazy about this is like some of those advancements came, came from, from this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you really, it's like, how do you get the the answers to some of this? I mean, it may be in a Petri dish. <laughs> yeah. You spray the fungus in a dish, not yeah, on someone's face. Exactly. But you do have to find out. You don't know. Because some of this stuff is like, man, like, what were they doing? Like, Johnson & Johnson and these companies are testing toothpaste. And you're like, what do you have in the toothpaste that you're not sure might make someone's teeth fall out? Because I saw an interview on a talk show with this guy and that author. And this guy said um, he was part of the toothpaste experiments. And it's like, it sounds so uh, so innocent on its mm-hmm. face, right? And it's like, oh, it's perfume. It's lotion. It's toothpaste. It's athlete's foot powder. It's these things. But this guy lost all of his teeth by age 23. Fuck. The fuck was in this toothpaste that you're like, maybe it'll be okay. It'll, you know what I mean? It's going to prevent cavities. Yeah, because you don't have teeth. You can't get cavities without your teeth. Mm, that's a good plan. Like, what the fuck was in there? Well, it worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you see dudes in the jungle and shit when they find like tribes that have not been discovered and they're trying to bring Jesus to them. Pearly white fucking teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not cavity to be seen. Yeah. There's yeah. out there fucking chewing on fucking whatever sugar. the fuck they're eating. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, fucking sugar and fucking processed yeah. bullshit. Beautiful yeah. teeth. And I mean, a big, I mean, meanwhile in the UK, big yeah. factor is that Here. The, <laughs> the testing <laughs> basically shifts from prison prisoners to animals. <laughs> I mean, they pretty much, the, <laughs> you fucked them up. <laughs> like now they're going to, you know, get the fucking athlete's foot fungus on a monkey and then right. cure the monkey. Or it's not. a mungus. Um, it is a mungus. I like yeah. that. One. Funky that's, monkey. That's yeah. better. Um, so the pharmacist is like, oh shit, this doctor who's writing all these papers about athlete's foot is here in Philly. Um, I wonder if I can get him to come out to the prison. And he talks to him. And uh, at this point, he just got hired. He's He's now a professor at the university of Pennsylvania medical school of dermatology. Um, and, uh, and he's researching 
fingernail fungal infections. That just sounds nerd. awful. Yeah, he's like he's like Egon on the Ghostbusters. That's awful, dude. That's, That's just think. like the worst. Like, like what's your hobby? What medicine you know? are you going to go into? Uh, probably a fungus of the fingernail. Think about people that are proctologists and gynecologists. Yeah. Like they go into that. and He's like, this guy's fingernail fungus. Yeah, like, quite interesting. I, I guess because I find like like mushrooms intriguing. Not even for the psychedelic factor. Just for some reason, I'm intrigued with mushrooms. Like how hmm. fucking fast they grow and how that all works. You know, and this guy is like, he feels that way about toe fungus. Yeah, I guess so. How do mushrooms But have work? you ever seen it in a microscope? A mycelium mat grows and the fruiting body is that ring of mushrooms that you see. It's like, that's actually the fruiting body of mycelium. There's like mycelium networks under the substrate. Like 90% of the planet is covered in mycelium. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Why would you get him started? A rhetorical yeah, question. You know what he's Not really, like about you weren't really asking? <laughs> that's like Dave. Look at me. Look at Dave. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, that's fascinating. It is. <laughs> is it? <laughs> have, you ever looked, have you ever actually gazed upon a mycelium map? So. It's like a network. It's fucking wild, man. <laughs> it is. Like if a toxin's introduced to a fucking like soil, like if someone dumps fucking antifreeze somewhere, the mycelial fucking network will navigate around and grow elsewhere because it knows there's a toxin there. Huh. It's like the na- like the internet of nature. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Screw you guys. It's interesting. I don't care. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You can't help what you're interested about. That guy likes toe fungus. No. Yeah, you can't help it. Yeah. Oh man, you can't help but be stupid. Uh, man. Did your dad do drugs before or after? <laughs> that was not my real dad, so I don't think that affected me. That was uh, my stepdad. Yeah, I could have. I could have been fumes. So, um, <laughs> he uh, when he's uh, contacted, he realizes that he likes the idea more than just oh fuck, I can see a couple of you know. It's a chance for me to study the infection a little bit. He realizes that it's um like the ideal environment it's a control group it's, it's like training ground perfect yeah. control group yeah. it's like they're eating exactly the same what food they eat. yeah they're you know their the environment same, yeah exactly temperature yep. like they're everything yeah. like everything they know exactly what's happening it's all uniform it's perfect it's standardized he knows exactly what's happening someone can't take off and use a weird shampoo or change right. anything they right. all have the same shit you didn't fucking fly to macau over the yeah, weekend you haven't or some left the country come back with some weirdness so he said later on in an interview, um, <clears throat> once he got there for the first time, he said, quote, all I saw before me were acres of skin. Yeah. It was like a farmer seeing a fertile field for the first time. It was, ide- it was an, an idle collection of humanity that seemed ideal for dermatologic study. Mm. And a lot of the information about this comes from a book called Acres of Skin. Are all these guys creepy? Like, like, uh. Like dentists, you know, dentists are kind of like they always commit suicide. They're always weird. I knew a guy the, named Dennis fo- that committed suicide. The photos of this guy, he just looks like some happy doctor teacher dude. Like he doesn't look know. like some creepo. I guess if like separated from morality, <laughs> like when you look at it, like there is no more perfect situation almost. You know what I mean? You could not do that within the means mm-hmm. of like society like from a moral standpoint and like here it is probably at that point accepted by society because these are considered like the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. You know what I mean? They were like poor lower class people that like that society's not going to judge people for. They're going to get away with it. They're not able to speak up for themselves. Right. Well, in this case, volu- right. they were, it was voluntary in most cases. It was cases. sort of kind well, of Without conformed consent and like they didn't really know what was going right. to happen to them. But like there were dudes that were like holding up fucking 
banks and shit and doing bad stuff in society. And then I mean, the, gover- were, the government does it to military to them. They try like, shit this is an know. opportunity the for same, me to make money. Thing. Like, you know, like they did it kind of knowing because I, the author of that book, his, his, his name's in your notes somewhere. I saw yeah, it actually later on, but the author that I watched that thing with said that he originally showed up to the prison. Um, and he just saw dudes walking around with bandages all over the fucking place. He was like, yeah. what is going on? Why is everyone all bandaged up? They were doing shit like I saw an interview with a guy and he said they took part of my back or my arm or something and they put it in my lip and they took my lip and put it in my back just to, to see, see if, it, like, if it went back to normal, you yeah. know, to just take it. They were slicing them and putting like cadaver slices hmm. from dead bodies in their back to see if the cells would ge- regenerate yeah. and just start to take on blood flow and just fucking work. Part yeah. of these, it's, it's crazy though because part of these studies probably created what we have they is did, grafting and earlier. stuff, yeah. you know, today, you know, like yeah, some so of the development, it, it's kind of, it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of fucking like, Oh my God, I can't believe we did that. But then on the other side of it, like we have like fucking super good technology with crazy, and you know, burn victims well, and need State, skin like and all has kinds of shit. You know? Like Penn state's letter of apology to the public for even being associated with this guy. Right. They like delicately do the dance of like, well, during the time it was accepted, but even though we have to say sorry, because he did a thousand fucking, I don't even think it was yet. delicate. I think, I mean, we'll get there. I think yeah. their apology was a hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So? It was a fucking horrible. They had apology. To do it. it was bullshit. Yeah. I say, why even apologize? <sighs> like either like okay. be re- apologize or, don't yeah because like, the time, don't fuck it you can't so walk that thing. fucking line. this is why like, though but generationally like it's a whole well maybe not it wasn't that long ago but like the the set of people probably aren't even there anymore that were involved with him for the you know what i mean oh like for it, sure it happened yeah. during a different time when there was a different administrators different in, in place societal acceptance yeah. of what was a, a normal and acceptable thing and this is new administration that had nothing to do with this fucking creepy old dude that did a bunch of crazy ass shit all you can do is be like hey I wasn't fucking here. That is fucked up. I acknowledge it. And we're publicly stating that we say that that wasn't fucking cool. Um, but also we did get all this shit out of it. Like we learned yeah, all these the, things no, about just, it. They, they spent way too much time in the apology kind of singing his praises. That's right. There was that. Though. Like there was way too much of because that. Because you like, do have to like acknowledge the fact of the technology and the advancements that we make from that type of stuff because we did yeah. get it from that. Like how else are you really like going to find It's out? one of those necessary evils. That's like not testing thing. shampoo, yeah. like pet shampoo on animals. I don't agree with animal testing. I don't want them to fucking do it. But you don't really know that fucking Fido's hair is not going to fall out until someone right. puts that fucking shampoo right. on him. You know, like that's, I mean, it's a, it's a weird thing, but you got to know. Were you going to put it out to market and it didn't get tested on animals? Like, I don't know. So I feel, hasn't I feel been like tested? you either need to fucking disavow his actions and say he was a fucking horrible person who did horrible things or don't. Great. Yeah. Or fucking don't. Just don't yeah. do it. Either be all in with your apology yeah, or we'll don't see. fucking when I think we'll I think I think in society or like in the world, like even even shit, you know, um, that's terrible. I feel like it's almost a necessary thing in some cases because it would never get done otherwise. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to say, yeah, let's start experimenting on these people. You know what I mean? But you need some asshole to come along that you can be like, Hey, right. fuck this guy. Well, think you know, about he's it. a piece of shit, but, but yet, Hey, some things did come out of it. You know what I mean? We, like we there was some advancements. No idea. We have no, I mean, we have some idea, but we really don't know what's going on in the fucking monkey labs. You know what I mean? Like, no, what? you don't know. Yeah. Horrible. I don't think, so, I don't think it, I, 30 experience. years from now we'll know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like crazy we'll find shit. Out, like, was, hey, yeah. like this cancer treatment came from this. Yeah. This fucking like antibiotic right. treatment came from yeah. this. All these things came from that, but they did terrible fucking things and have like circuit boards sticking out of fucking monkey heads yeah. and yeah. they're like strapped up to computers and they're yep. doing terrible, terrible things. Yeah. 
but it's like a different kind of person. Well, but here's the thing though. So like, this is a quote from him in the, in the early 1950s. Uh, we're talking back on when it started. This, this is later when he's reflecting back on when he started doing his experiments. He said, I began to go to the prison regularly, although I had no authorization. It was years before the authorities knew that I was conducting various studies on prisoner volunteers. Things were simpler then. Informed consent was unheard of. No one asked me what I was doing. It was a wonderful time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, no, with statements well, like that, about, like no, fucking, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, and he knew but, it was fucking shitty. Uh, yeah, I but think, I mean, I think because he viewed his subjects as like a lesser, subjects, a lesser that, form, oh, and yeah. like they it, were just mice. The you research, know? the research, and the development was more important than the human aspect, right? And it you know, like uh, he, which not of, say, I'm not saying it's right in it by any means. You know what I mean? Like it's terrible. I think he disre- disregarded and excused responsibility for like the fucking evil part because it was, in a way, consented. Like I am paying them; they have agreed to this, and we're doing this fucked up shit. They see the other dude walk around with a chunk yeah. out of his lip and a fucking band aid on his arm. They told him what the fuck they did. There was dudes talking about a dude took his shirt off and had tits. They were doing hormonal experiments, and the guy had developed yeah. breasts. Huh. And he's like, "Yeah, I got fucking two hundred bucks or whatever. I got tits now. <laughs> I'm cool. You know what I mean? He's telling that's fucking the cheapest the other guy. fucking boob job. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Thing. oh for sure. Like, yeah. there's no way that they didn't sort of because he got paid to get di- yeah. Get this motherfucker's got boobs, yeah. this guy's yeah. got titties, and that guy's got a chunk yeah. out of his fucking lip. Yeah. And homie's got fucking athlete's foot, fucking shriveled leg. You yeah. know what I mean? Like athlete's foot, Mister Deeds. So here's Mister so, Deeds' foot. So here's uh, some of the some of the experiments that he did, and this is he wasn't even Native American. This is quite a list of of what goes on here. So um, the twelve hundred prison twelve hundred person prison facility, and at the height, somewhere between eighty and ninety percent of the inmates were experimented on. That's um, a lot. That's a fucking lot. So at the baseline, uh, deodorants, shampoos, detergents, and foot powders were being tested on people. Um, but then they started to do more hazardous materials and we'll get into some of that stuff. Um, one inmate described his own experiments that involved microwave radiation, um, and sulfuric and carbonic acid solutions, which corroded and reduced his forearm skin to a leather like substance and acids, which were used to blister his testicles. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but that's the thing. They would give, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there but. because they would give people el- like ailments, like and infect them with things, like, like yeah. and not even just here. Like I, some of it's blurred for me. Like some of the things you're gonna list, I saw so much other shit at other prisons during the same yeah. time. Yeah. But they're injecting people with cancer cells. They were giving them fucking like terrible fucking things, herpes, right. herpes simplex, yeah. and a bunch of shit, yeah. and then trying experiments on. It's like find someone's got herpes; they're already fucked. Exactly. You know what I mean, and see if exactly. they want to do it. See if exactly. they're willing to do it. Exactly. Um. So then it's not uh, controlled, though. They at one point he had patients who were asked to physically exert themselves, and then were immediately. Uh, put under the knife so they could remove their sweat glands. Yeah, fuck. Oh, what happens sucks. when you do that? I you don't know, dude. Out, You can't sweat anymore? I don't know. You just that's, pant? You start uh, panting, you think? Bad. And then you go to the Klondike <laughs> cell and fucking die. Yeah, and you can't sweat? Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah, terrible. Brent already mentioned uh, fragments of cadavers were stitched to the backs to see if they could grow back into functional organs. That's some organs. Frankenstein shit. That is yeah. Frankenstein. Yes, 100%. That's straight out of a Frankenstein story. Yeah. Um, the uh and this was weird so it said that it didn't just affect the individual prisoners who signed up for it 
because at one point they started doing, and we'll get into this a little bit later, they started experimenting with biological weaponry in the prison, <laughs> in, including, uh, but then they also, which I've never heard of this and I don't know what it is, including the Hong Kong flu. They could have started a pandemic. Like, yeah. They yeah. fucking fucked some shit up. That and was, then he would fuck people COVID up with one. poison ivy and poison oak. Yeah, it was COVID. He had a nickname. COVID-57 yeah, or something. Because <laughs> of the fucking uh, poison ivy thing, he would be seen in a nearby park picking poison oak and poison ivy to take back and rub on people. Jesus and so he Christ. had a nickname that people would call him the poison ivy picker of Pennypack Park, mm. which is beautiful. It's a pupusa yeah. and a pineapple pizza oh, yeah, all in one. Like that. Yeah. Help it. He's kind of like a Batman villain. He's just like <laughs> one step away from a Batman villain. He's doing all these horrible things to the inmates at a in, in the, some, the Hong Kong flu is a 1968 pandemic H3N2 virus. Probably because flu. of this. Yeah, probably. That's how it got out. Yeah, it said, you know, first reported in Singapore in 1957, and uh, just moved throughout the world. Hmm. Who knows, though? Maybe he was the Batman villain. Maybe he puts a burlap sack on his fucking head and sprays mist in your face that makes you hallucinate, you know? Right. You don't know that he's not the scarecrow. He would um, put uh, tons of ringworm fungus on people's feet and then force them to wear boots for a week. Fucking, dude. Oh, my God. I've had ringworm. It is fucking rough. Like, wrestling, like, it stayed in me for a while where it was like, Nothing was happening, and you would just get it like you get in the here, here's how you know you had it. You get in the hot shower, and all of a sudden, it would feel like you were itching the itch that needed to be scratched, like so bad that you couldn't reach. And like hot water would hit your back, and you'd be like, Oh my god, that feels so good! Oh my god, I have, ring, I have ringworm? ringworm. Yeah, then you know you have ringworm because the hot water would hit a spot. We're like, Oh my god, it itches so good, it itches so good. It was like it made it itch, but scratched it at the same time. And then you'd be like, Look at my back, They're like, Yeah, you get ringworm, like, fuck. I'll get it in my hair, like so on it's the a side fungus? of my head. Yeah, yeah, it's fungus. It's not actually it's, a worm. It's closely. Re- it's because it comes in rings. Like, it so looks the fungus like a worm. Right. In a ring it looks like a, yeah. Raised. It looks red like a worm. I would get them small. Mine looked like little cigarette burns. My buddy to this day got it from jujitsu, and he had one on his fucking face. And he would get some of the guys would get giant ones. Like for mm. some reason, they would be these huge rings. And he has a spot in his beard where there's just a fucking like ellipse, mm. fucking like ellipsy fucking circle in his fucking bald beard where it won't grow anymore oh wow yeah and i used to get him in my fucking hair and we would like we'd heat it like light bulbs and shit put sell some blue on it fucking we try to do all kinds of shit to get rid of it i'm like enough knock on wood i've never never gotten it oh, it's yeah. fucking miserable it hitches so fucking bad and then like you're like the leper in your fucking house like everyone you got to bleach the shower can't touch anything you have to put lotrimin on your fucking head or wherever the fuck it's at and then like your laundry has to be washed fucking separate crazy dude. yeah it's gnarly um so let's get into some of the, the specific stuff. Um, at one point, uh, Dow chemical, um, paid, uh, Kligman $10,000, um, to, uh, experiment with, uh, agent orange, um, which is dioxin. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually later in my notes, the dioxin. Yeah. Um, We'll get to the dioxide in a second. So just following the stuff in my, so one thing that he did is just straight up MK ultra. So uh, again, we did an episode on MK ultra. It was the CIA's uh, years long um, experiment on mind control, whether it was from fucking television, from propaganda, from subliminal advertising, LSD, Fucking hallucinogens. And at that point, the prison system became like the fucking test for hire for CIA, for anyone, for 
for Dow Chemical, for fucking yep. DuPont, anyone like they did Teflon experiments, like yeah. anyone that needed it, that's just what you did. That's how you got your that's testing done. So the U.S. Army contracted Kligman. So, I mean, basically at this point, if you're a company or a branch of the military doing some kind of gnarly experimentation at this point, they were like, well, we need to find out about uh, what these drugs will do to a human population. Or like, even we, things- we got this guy. There's this guy named Kligman. Yeah. He's in Philly. But it's, like, he's like, got- it's one thing to be like, oh, this is lotion. But the next level is like, oh, these are agricultural pesticides. Yes. And it's like. No, that's not supposed to be on you. Let's no. just not put it on you. No. You know what I mean? Like, so no. I, they weren't like spraying corn, like letting, you said, letting it grow. Why don't we, ex- why don't we fucking look at people who got exposed to too right. much dioxin Yeah, instead of exposing people to dioxin? Like that's the fuck. It would be part. one thing if they were like spraying corn, letting it grow to maturity, harvesting it, feeding it to them, and then monitoring their fucking shit for a period of time. Like they're all eating corn that was grown and treated with di- or with fucking whatever chemical, you know, glyphosate or something. Uh, but they weren't. They're just fucking like injecting it. Yeah, and then at some points them. they were dosing them at 460 times the fucking safe dose. Yeah. Like that's fucking crazy. They're just like yep. just pedal to the metal until something happens. Yeah. Let's see where the where the line is. So the U.S. Army gets Kligman to test mind-altering drugs um, on uh, the um, people in the prison. Uh, the I'm trying to see what it was. So... Oh, they said that it was an especially good place because they had padded cells. So once they finally started to go fucking crazy because of their hallucinations, right. we can just throw them in the padded room and they're not going to fucking break their own arms or something. Um, they said that uh, even though they agreed to something with pay, there was nothing in any of their consent forms that said, we're giving you drugs. We're giving you like, cause again, it was just such a vague, like, do, do you want to get paid for right. a medical experiment? Like, yep. Okay. Here's how much money you're getting. Yeah. And the acres of skin documentary, there was a guy in an interview and he said that prior to that, he was a criminal. He was like, yeah, I'm a criminal. <clears throat> I used to do stick ups and do this shit, but I never messed with drugs. But then they gave me all these fucking drugs. And he's like, and I later became a drug addict. Like, he's like, I really think that it had something to do with it. They were giving him stuff drugs. that would make him hallucinate for days at a time. Yeah, they would, like, they would have long term violent behavior, temporary par- paralysis, um, hallucinations for days. It got so bad that keep in mind, like, we're in a prison where everybody's getting experimented on. 80 to 90% of the people are covered in fucking bandages and have experiments. And all of a sudden they were like, yeah, don't agree to these experiments. Right. Like these are like, I know you have like a fucking, I know you've got man tits and someone sewed a dead <laughs> heart to your back, yeah. but don't do these yeah, because <laughs> these are fucked up, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking crazy. So yeah, so MK ultra, um, and it, nothing said this was MK ultra, but it was fucking MK ultra. Yeah. It was the exact right time frame. It was the, you know, the exact thing that they, I mean, they were doing the same exact thing to college students and prostitutes and everything else. But, um, so this had to be MK ultra. Um, and there's a whole list out there online that you can find, um, on the different, I think it's actually on the, the Wikipedia page, which is surprisingly thorough, um, for this hospital. There was a list of all the different, uh, uh, we, uh, weaponized chemicals, the the mental agents that uh, the U.S. Army had him uh, uh, hit the prisoners with. Um, so, uh, what else did they do here? Um, uh, part another part of it that was a weird thing, which this doesn't seem valid at all scientifically, 
Um, one uh, inmate named Al Zabala. Um, that's a great name, by the way. <laughs> like, just, there. There's so many things Al going on there. Al Zabala. Um, Who was Zabala? Al Zabala. Al Zabala. Yeah. Um, what is Zabala? What is it? Al Zabala. Al Zabala. Yeah. Mm. Um, he said, and he was in the prison. He said, I soon heard about the University of Pennsylvania studies and the good pay they offered. They had all kinds of tests, foot powder tests, eye drop tests, face creams, underarm deodorant, paste wood, uh, toothpaste, liquid diets, and more. It was easy money. You could make ten to $300 a test depending on how long it lasted. And then it starts to talk about the fact that this guy was being paid to be a test subject, and then they eventually recruited him so that he was also being paid 40 to $50 a month um, to be a lab tech. Right. So he was a lab tech mm-hmm. while he was also a human test, which that just does. That seems like there's, he's there's not doing, enough he's like, distance. He's, he's like, I did. Yeah. yeah. He's like spreading toothpaste. whatever he has, like his, his misery in, loves in company. It's that, or like, stuff. think about the serial killer. Well, no, it just, just seems like the lab. I mean, the people, got in the van and started killing people. No, the you don't doctors, want the, guy the, the doctors the and the lab techs should not be part of the experiments. No. That's just bad fucking science. Ah, some of those motherfuckers. That's how LSD was discovered. That's how a lot of shit was. Like they did it on themselves because they couldn't have human test subjects. Or like he, it's not like he started as a lab tech and then started like, I'm going to try this toothpaste after seeing his teeth fall out. It was that he started to do it and it was an improvement for him. That's a step up. He went from fucking itchy butt to lab tech. No, that's great for him. I'm yeah. just saying, even if you ignore the some fact that, results. like back at the t- back in the day, that was ethically, you know, uh, acceptable right. or whatever that's still back in the day that was bad science yeah you don't let the people you're experimenting on also have something to do with the experiment true like that's that's, that's how that's, you get the that's how you get the green goblin exactly <laughs> exactly um mm. so uh so that like the only two that i read about but i promise you there's a fucking list of them um were dow and johnson and johnson and they both uh paid um, to be a, basically, we'll give you money, Clickman, if you'll do this, you know, do this to your prisoners. We can't, we can't do it, but you technically, can. yeah, yeah. So here's we can a give you money. money. Yeah. yeah, we can fund you. And the money wasn't like it didn't even sound like like the articles I read didn't sound like they were like we're going to fund this experiment. It was like here's ten thousand dollars for you, and you might not want to touch these chemicals. So you just here. got paid. <laughs> And then just go fuck all these prisoners up with this stuff. Like yeah. it was, it seemed like different than we're funding an experiment. It's just here's some cash for you, Kligman. Now please go do this. Yeah. Um, they're learning from like, they They're learning to, from them though. There was sure, some you know. like really bad pesticides that were supposed to be so harmful to the environment that it shouldn't even be fucking outside of a lab or even produced. Like Roundup. Yeah, right. it was like some shit like that where that. So they just weren't. They were trying to prove that it was safe. Like their thought is like show that this is safe. I don't know if they're telling like make it look like it's yeah, safe. Yeah. So so. World War One, the Geneva Convention of 1925, they had the Geneva Gas Protocol, which banned chemical weapons, um, even though it didn't. And no. um, but uh, was it Dow or Dupont or something? No, no, no. no. Anyway, it was it was. Uh, <sighs> This is a whole lot of chemical talk that I'm not really fucking tracking. Yeah, those words are crazy. Yeah. Um like the cyclopentylphenylglycate, glycolate. Jesus Christ. That's a supercalifragilistic. Maybe it was the dioxin that I'm talking. Anyway, I'm I'm jumping out of order. I think I'm just fucking myself up. Um 
but the yeah, you just can't even You're track to... what all that shit was. It doesn't matter. We'll move on. Let's get to the dioxin. We'll cut to the dioxin, and I think it might. What I'm looking for might be in the dioxin section. So, um, they uh, a newspaper article came out in 1981 called "Human Guinea Pigs Dioxin Tested at Holmesburg," and this is in the Philadelphia Inquirer. And um, I believe the article was written by the guy that did Acres of Skin. I think he was the one. Where's his name? It's somewhere in here. But so Dow Chemical produced um, uh, dioxin, which was so dangerous that the government said you can't release it in the environment. A study uh, done at Harvard said that it was the most toxic and carcinogenic compound known to man. That's fucking a claim right there. (laughs) And um, the... They couldn't, the EPA banned Dow Chemical from producing it. They said you cannot make any more of this, but they already had enough, I guess. And it was a huge um, moneymaker for whatever they were using it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pesticide. Yeah. Um, so Dow said, okay, well, we can't experiment on people with this. We can't make any more of it, and we can't release it into the atmosphere. But if we give it to, Cl- to Kligman, he can fuck up some patients with it. And if we, you know, if he hits a bunch of patients with it and then they end up being healthier than, than everyone says they were going to be, then we'll be able to manufacture this, this, uh, uh, chemical. So they start injecting it directly into patients well past, uh, regular, uh, safe dosages. Um, they started to get, uh, they started to like swell up and get inflammatory, inflammatory pustules, and papules, hmm. not <laughs> just pustules. pustules, but pustules and papules. What are papules? Pap- Inside like a blister um, versus a pustule is actually filled with fluid or something. I don't know, but it's not good. <laughs> like whatever <laughs> the distinction is. Papules versus pustules. I feel like papules are going to be worse than pustules. Uh, papules have no visible, uh, no visible oh, pus. inside. Yeah, mm. in, there's lumps. Yeah, typically a, oh, a papule um, will fill with pus in a few days. Plus, it's only visible on the surface of the skin, called a pustule. Ah, so it's an Gross. it's an it's an inner pustule um, that would last for seven months at a time. Um, they gave seventy five hundred micrograms of dioxin, which was an excessive amount, and even Dow's chemical scientists said, "Wait, you get what, what now? You get yeah, like, these motherfuckers? <laughs> like we told you to give it to these guys, but we didn't mean fucking give it to these guys." Yeah. Like, and this was the stat that eating it in their sandwiches and shit that Brent read earlier. They got 468 times the, uh, the doses. Now keep in mind, they said the term recommended doses, That's what I was. but there is no recommended dose. This is a carcinogenic toxin. Zero is the recommended dose. But what they said, the, the amount that a lab tech could be exposed to safely, right? They got 468 times that. Yeah, recommend, recommended dose is the wrong verbiage. That's the like, wrong verbiage. Yeah, 100%. It should be like safe allowance yeah. or something. Tolerance level. Um, and somehow they were able to use this, uh, these experiments to prove to the EPA that it posed no threat. And, um, well, cause they're like, no one's ever going to get 7,500 micrograms. You'd have to put it on your sandwich. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. So they ended up getting, uh, they made over $9 billion um, selling dioxin um, by 1979. And then at some point enough other research showed up because it was just that one Harvard study, I believe. But I mean, more and more and more and more evidence came out. I mean, dioxin is known to just be this carcinogenic terror show 
um, to this day and eventually enough. So they, they were able to leverage uh, this guy's work in the prisons to make $9 billion until the wow. EPA finally ruled again and said, no, fuck no, you can't make that. We were right the first time. Um, I think the term is threshold dose. Meaning like that is the threshold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes sense. Um, then there was uh, no support for the prisoners. The The EPA and the Office of Pesticide Programs, um, also a, known as OPP. Yeah, I was going to say it. <laughs> Sorry, I stole your thunder. No, it's all right. Um, they uh, started to, like the prisoners started to come up and say, look, these guys, we're all fucked up from these experiments and we didn't sign on for this. And they were like, oh, that is fucked up. And then they started doing an investigation and they were like, oh, it's going to cost how much to fucking do that to right. prove these cases? So the, the EPA and the OPP just dropped all of the cases and said, we're not going to do this research. Um, they reached out to the EPA for legal advice and the inmates were turned away. Because they um, signed papers. Because they signed yeah. waivers. So the EPA was basically saying, yeah, this is fucked up. We should investigate it. Oh, it's going to cost too much to investigate, so we can't. So now when people ask, we're just going to say, well, you already signed your rights away. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, they kind of didn't have any rights. Right. <clears throat> it's just fucked up. It's, it's a lot of gray area. But even at the beginning, the government was like, oh, what's happening here is fucked up. We've got to investigate this and stop it. But then it cost too much money, so they didn't. Well, if they so win, then they, they, ju- they just them. got on board with the, well, they did <laughs> sign, though. <laughs> 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 okay, that's fine. Move along. Nothing to see here. This is probably the beginning of those fucking lobbyists and payoffs revolving door shit started to happen. That's probably exactly when this is. Um, so the New York Times jumps on it, and uh, um, as you know, Johnson and Johnson and Dow were like, hey, "Hold on, government." Yeah, here's here's a little bit of <laughs> exactly little sprinkling of some. What's kind of funny is because like Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo is no more tears. Like there used to be some serious fucking tears. Somebody had tears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah. they got yeah. the no tears. Yeah. Now it's called no more tears because yeah. there used to be more. Yeah, fucking yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. There used to be more tears until they got done with fucking. Yeah, that was in Dr. the testing. Kligman. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a lie. That shit will still fuck you up. I remember getting into my eyes when I was little. No, it's good now. It won't give you. You get that soap in your eyes. You mm-hmm. won't get. Fucking yeah, it tears. doesn't do anything. Goes home. Yeah. Sticks finger. In well, eye. I think the difference is like, are you squirting the soap directly in the eye, or no, are the it bubbles from no, your hair? Like my son, my son, fucking that's what he used for a long time. Because yeah. you know when they're young, they can't. Right. They're stupid. Now yeah. he uses Tresemme. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. yeah yeah the purple shampoo, mm-hmm. whatever it is, keep your hair colored. Yeah. Your it gets, highlights. It gets nice. brassy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did skip over the radiation, which was during the Cold War. Um, they uh, wanted home. They they needed to investigate the effects of radiation right. outside of like X rays and shit. They didn't really know, right? So they talked to uh, uh, Kligman, and um, so no, I, I take that back. I think Kligman approached them because he applied for a byproduct material license to the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission so that he could store radioactive isotopes for testing on the Holmesburg prisoners. So before anything was happening, he was like, yo, can you give me a license yeah. and kick down some radioactive shit? Cause I'm about to go fucking radioactive. No, none of my prisoners have gotten superpowers yet. And I think the key is going to be radiation. I heard those guys <laughs> put radium rods in their pee holes. Exactly. Make their dick glow. So, um, Tell me more about these clock girls. He, uh, ends up, um, putting uh, radioactive materials on, on their skin. Um, 
anywhere from 50 to 200 subjects, which is a vague number. And I basically was telling them that like, well, it doesn't stay in you. It's just on you. It's like, it's not a big deal because we're going right. to get rid of it. it won't and we're going we're to take it off within a couple of minutes. It's right. not really a big deal. Um, which again, depending on the type of radiation, that might actually be true. Right. Because I think it's the, I might be totally wrong. I think it's the alpha radiation that doesn't penetrate your doesn't skin. Bother you. And yeah. it's only harmful if you ingest it um, or breathe it in. So in that case, if you did get it on the skin and then the prisoners were washed off, then the radiation exposure to the internal organs wouldn't really be there. You got to put it in peanut butter. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and they were, again, uh, so they, they were specifically using radioactive uh, thymidine, um, which was uh, medically disapproved of in 1965. Um, and uh, Thymidine, they, it sounds like where the Terminator was made. Thymidine Industries, yeah. Because <laughs> what is it actually called? Uh, Close, I fucked you up. You, you don't know fucked now. fucked me up, yeah. Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne, yeah. Thymidine sounds like it. Um, and I'm wondering, because the notes were vague, it just said they were disapproved medically in 1965, and I'm wondering if that's because of Kligman. Probably. Hmm. Like, where they like, oh, we probably shouldn't be using this radioactive material in medicine because it's fucking these prisoners up, so we shouldn't be using it either. I mean, some of this is like the equivalent of like, oh, let's see what happens when we put knives in their belly. Like, oh, that stabs them and they bleed. Like, we, don't, we already know <laughs> they that die. this shit's bad. Exactly. There's no reason to test the knife in the belly. Like, we, we mean, know no, that's called is. stabbing. There kind of is. I mean, how fast is the bleed? type of knife mm. serrated? Yeah. Yeah. True. How fast they bleed it matters. Yeah, at one blist- point, it's like ballistics testing. You know, ballistics testing. Ballistics yeah. testing. Yeah, <laughs> see how it works. Yeah, it's no. like thirty-seven dicks and try the ballistics to see if it fixes it. Um, it does. Just takes about two days. Yeah, yeah. Fixes it all. Ballistics so works good. At one point, Kligman said, "All those people like talking about some of the radiation. All those people could have leukemia now." about one chance in 20 billion and I could be hit by an asteroid when I walk out on the street, but I don't think I will. What a smart ass. So he was just fucking just like one chance in 20 billion, except for it was controlled and you fucking dosed all of them. (laughs) You did hit them with the asteroid. Yeah, Yeah, you did. Yeah, you 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 gave them the the fucking radiation. You knew where the asteroid was falling. You set them in front of it. Which is weird. Like radiation. I think we talked about this in the Chernobyl episode that radiation causes cancer, but then they give you radiation to get rid of the cancer. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a fucking, yeah, it's bizarre. It's because it fucks up a cell and mutates it. So they're actually right. aiming it at the already fucked up cells and trying yeah. to selectively kill right. those so targeted. Weird. It's yeah. so weird. Oh, this is weird. Well, I also give you fucking oncology is wild, man. Remember we covered cancer? Yeah. It was like 1986 pesticides that they're still giving people. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're putting you're, like this you're, shit. You're they're doing this killing shit. you yeah. to kill the cancer and For it's whoever lasts yeah. longest. Who, who lasts longer. Yeah. Who lasts longer. Um, so Dow Chemical, eventually a group of lawsuits were filed in the early 80s because of this article that came out. So there started to finally become some public backlash about what was happening. And um, the uh, two of the a couple of the prisoners ended up uh, putting a lawsuit and that was filed against Kligman, the University of Pennsylvania, the city of Philadelphia and Dow Chemical Company. It was West Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Born and raised. Yeah. Um, and they all were settled out of court. So monies were given yeah. to the prisoners, an two, undisclosed two amount that no one could, would ever discuss. Right. Um, they don't care that people know they're, the, they don't care that people know they're guilty. They just don't want to, uh, publicly admit 
it on record. And the thing is, though, they do care because part of those uh, typically when a corporation settles out of court, part of the arrangement is we won't talk about the money. We will not ever say we are guilty publicly. We won't apologize. I mean, we won't say we're guilty, but we're going to give you this much money as long as it makes you stop. And that's yeah. the agreement. So yeah. it's like, you want what? You want this, $17 this million? Dollars, $17 million. Dollars, take it. Shut up. Yeah. No more lawsuits. It goes away. You won't say anything. We won't say we did you anything you wrong. Sign a, you sign a yeah. non-disclosure yeah. agreement. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to need about 350 Yeah. That's how much yeah. I got. I'm going to need 350 That dang old Loch Ness Monster. Um, so yeah, Alan Hornbloom was the guy that wrote Acres of Skin. And um, yeah, he went in to... Uh, to do a news story and he saw all the patients wandering around covered in bandages, covered in sores, fucked up. And he was like, what in the fucking holy cornbread is going on in here? And, uh, as soon as he started writing his articles, a bunch of, uh, a bunch more articles were written. Uh, they did a congressional hearing on human experimentation. Um, that was supposed to look at the Tuskegee syphilis study and then fold this in on it. Um, and then it started to be no longer acceptable. Like it was no longer publicly acceptable, but at the end of the day, everybody was still like, okay, that's fine, but they're still all in this prison. You can't see what we're doing. Like, we're just going to keep fucking doing what we're doing. Um, so at one point the FDA, um, investigated, uh, Kligman and, um, uh, conduct banned him from doing testing at Holmesburg prison, uh, due to discrepancies in record keeping. But then, um, he was able to get reinstated a month after the ban because he had so much influence and so many people right. were benefiting from his studies. CA that is they, like, they, no, oh, no, no, yeah, no. no, he's good. Um, but at the end of the day, he, uh, he provided, um, so many, I didn't see a number. It said he was studying a high number of new drugs and was contracted by 33 different companies to do these experiments. Um, his big claim to fame from the Holmesburg uh, experiments was Retin-A, mm. which is a acne, acne yeah. a prescription acne medication that's still on the market today, um, which I saw, I saw that it's used externally for acne, and used internally for leukemia, Oof. which is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that's it, a, kill, it kills you inside yeah, now. I remember, tickles I remember your like kids in high yeah. school using that shit for sure. Like their yeah. skin being all dried out. And that's like the weird, you can't be in the like, sun, like fucking like the Accutane like all, thing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, all that kind of stuff. That shit's rough. Um, so eventually there was enough public backlash, and I think a lot of it came from that book, um, acres of skin, the, the research that that guy did. And there's also like an hour and a half. I don't know how it <coughs> reflects the book or not, but like a narrated, you know, little documentary with lots of interviews um, called acres of skin. Do just on YouTube. That author. Um, the author is in there, I think at a younger age momentarily, but not as much as the other talk I found. Like you'll okay. see another one where it's like he, a, a girl comes in and like introduces him and then gives him the screen, like zoom chat. And then he just tells the whole story. Right. Mostly about the Klondike, I think the murder part. Oh, right? really? Not as much of he he dabbles in the experiments and whatnot, but yeah, it's that author. Hmm. So yeah, the University of Pennsylvania um, uh, ends up uh, in 2021. They made a statement uh, and they um, 
they there was a professorship that was the Kligman professorship uh, that was named after him, um, and they renamed it after a different professor. There was an annual lecture that was given at the University of Pennsylvania that was called like the Kligman Lecture, and they renamed that and kind of got rid of uh, his stuff. And they they made a it's a it's a really long statement. I mean, should I read through some of this or just kind of sum it's it not, up? It's not that long. I don't know. So, well, this isn't the whole statement. This yeah. was like the the. Is there any mention the of mushrooms in there? No yeah. mushrooms uh, in there that I uh. remember. <laughs> so they said. This was their statement on their website. The committee noted that Dr. Kligman made groundbreaking contributions to the field of dermatology. His scientific discoveries published in more than a thousand research papers and over 20 textbooks has benefited millions of people. They include the initial discovery of the effects of uh, uh, retinoic acid on acne, as well as seminal discoveries in our understanding and treatments of common disorders such as aging skin, seboric uh, dermatitis, ringworm, and alopecia. However, the committee also determined that while Kligman's experimental protocols conformed to legal standards at the time, some of his work raised serious ethical concerns that should be addressed. Penn Medicine acknowledges that the work done by Dr. Kligman was terribly uh, disrespectful of individuals, many of whom were imprisoned black men, denying them the autonomy and informed consent which the medical community now considers to be found uh, uh, foundational underpinnings for conducting ethical research. Legality of itself does not excuse these activities, which are not now and never were morally acceptable, even if Dr. Kligman and his contemporaries believe them to be. Penn Medicine apologizes for the pain Dr. Kligman's work caused to incarcerated individuals, their families, and our broader community. While we cannot alter this history, the actions we are announcing today as an institution will change significant aspects of how we recognize Dr. Kligman and his research and will also devote resources to blah, 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 blah. So I understand. I mean, I, I see where you probably don't like the first paragraph, like the thousands of research papers or whatever. I think they were just stating like this is why we had honored him prior to say like this is why he was there. This is why this lecture was named after him. This is why the building was named after him or whatever. You know, and then they go on. I think those are all fucking all those paragraphs are saying bad guy. I don't know. It's the, the, I the, didn't hear bad guy at the all. Paragraph, <laughs> the paragraph, the paragraph singing his praises is like significantly longer than the paragraph talking about what was bad. They said that it was terribly disrespectful yeah, of individuals. Right that's kind of horrific. It's, it's such yeah. a fucking softball. Disrespectful dude. is not. It's such a, word, a fucking yeah. softball. Um, and like legality of itself does not excuse these activities which are now more. It was kind of a, like a, a like a passive aggressive way of saying it was legal at the time. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they were yeah. saying. Like, no, I think like you could have just said, you know, even though Doctor Kligman, you know, has even advanced. just saying groundbreaking contributions, like yeah. yeah, but that's like that's too upbeat of a term, you know. Like you could have said, you know, even though he advanced dermatology through his experimentations. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like we've got this paragraph that of groundbreaking, yeah, like fucking, yeah, thousands of research papers. Well, and I think and too, though, like, like and, looking at it, like if they made him sound like what he did was, um, I mean, ultimately it was important, but if they made it sound kind of grandiose, it kind of makes makes them look better for being able to be like, yeah, you know, he did do these things that were great, right? But you know, we kind of, you know, we understand, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think, I think it's, 
I think it's formed that way. It's definitely formed that way on purpose, obviously. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, they knew what they were doing, you know. And I'm sure fucking, he's got a huge legacy at that institution. For and, sure. You know, yeah. whatever. But And rightfully I so. Know, I just. I, they they I, paid for it. I, you know? If you're going to bother making a pub, public statement, renaming the professorship, renaming the lecture. Yeah. Doing all this stuff. Then give a real fucking apology yeah. to what he yeah, did. Like this, that. this is a bullshit yeah. apology. It's fucking complete. Or don't bullshit. apologize. Or don't apologize. Yeah. Either be genuine yeah. in your apology or don't fucking apologize. This was just like a a, a soft sell bullshit. Yeah. Um. For again, it, pub- it for public publicity. His, yeah. It sang his praises more than it denounced him, and it fucking said it was terribly distru- uh, <laughs> terribly disrespectful of individuals. Mm. Yeah, like, it should have been like horrific action. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something like that, you know. And yeah, you could even, you know, throw in the stuff about, you know, times were different back then, and that was kind of a standard. But don't glorify him that yeah. much in the first paragraph. Thousands of papers research. Yeah, yeah. that was. But we recognize today that his horrific actions, you know, right? Blah, da, 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 yeah. Or just don't fucking yeah. bother. Just don't bother. Like whatever. Just yeah. keep doing what just you're doing. Change like, the name and yeah, change the name. Thing. Go about I it. I think yeah. certain people demand the apology, right? Probably. And maybe some yeah. academic people demanded that, the accreditation. Like, like, and I feel like probably. that's stupid too. Like, just leave it alone. Like, yeah. fucking, it, it's done. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know like, that you could write a name, statement like, that satisfies both parties. No. Like, I don't know if you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, I no, you that, can't. So yeah. just don't bother writing a statement. Just fucking. And the poor guy that had to write that statement had nothing to do with fucking. No, the guy that wrote this statement was a fucking member of the University of Pennsylvania's public relations staff. Yeah, he's like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, my job is on the line, basically. Right? Like, is disrespectful strong enough? I don't know. He probably yeah. wrote so many drafts of that. Oh, yeah. He probably wrote one, and, they were like, and the no, president no, no, was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Oh, no. hell no. <laughs> like, and I mean, realistically, like, whoever Kligman He was their trained, rock star, maybe, too, though. But the thing is, though, like, the contracts that he had with Dow and that he had with whoever... The University of Pennsylvania still probably fucking has those oh, yeah. with a different professor. You know, whoever has right. his professorship still has all these connections and all this money. And there's probably all these old school cigar smoking CEOs that were fucking tooling around with Kligman oh, yeah. that are still giving tons of money to the university. And they would have fucking shit their their fucking britches if they heard them talking bad about him. So I don't know. And again, it's also like smack dab in the middle of cancel culture it's not like they released that statement fucking 10 years ago no, they released right it now. in 2021 yeah. like it's 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 a cancel culture fucking reaction and i think it's pure bullshit so, so yeah but those are no, the experiments fooled then, somebody because they got left alone and there was a little bit more to the prison that i didn't really look into there were a bunch of riots yeah. Um, uh, several series and, of and just later other on. crazy prisons during the same time across all the other states. I saw a thing that said that half of the states in the United States at that given time had programs like this. Fuck. It was yeah. just that Pennsylvania had 10 prisons or something, and Holmesburg was like the worst of the 10 or something. Right. right. But man, some of those little ones like testicular transplants? What the fuck? Right. They were taking their balls out and putting like dog balls in there, or, like fucking hmm. monkey balls or something. That's and weird. seeing if, yeah, like that goat balls. Who gives the okay for that balls. one? You know what I mean? Like, Maybe okay, that might not fuck it, go ahead. That might not have been consent. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. That also might have been way earlier. I think the one thing I did see, it was more like, that was like 1910 action, like way back. That was on, that's like that weird Stalin trying to make monkey men, like monkey right. soldier shit, where they were like chimera was still possible. 
Hmm? Which maybe we're close enough that maybe they are. Oh, we are now. Weird we definitely shit. could do we something now. Weird shit. Yeah, they got fucking centaurs and shit made up. <laughs> right. Like the army men can carry their own packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's like, oh, there's a soldier. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking. They probably have stupid ones too. Why is that soldier riding that other soldier? Look at goldfish. Tweety bird got soggy feathers. This yeah. doesn't work at all. <laughs> Oh, like they bad. definitely got weird ones, yeah. Like bad mix yeah. and shit, the shitty mermaid. Yeah. Of, you know? Oh, Swimmy yeah. Bird can't breathe underwater. That yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the Octomen aren't going to work. Yeah. Featherfish. Look at Featherfish. They're like scales, but they're feathers. <laughs> they probably have all that. What else they probably. got? Probably. Yeah. That'd be creepy, though. We'd create our own, like, they, sirens. They got dickens. You know That's what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. we yeah. create our own sirens to, like, get enemy warships to go the near them, you know? Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. what we got. Uh, social media winner, episode 620, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, heroin and hijinks. Nice. It's going to be, uh, the winner for that is going to be, wow, not, <laughs> gnarly. <laughs> Not gonna work here anymore. Denielson, D A N denied application denied. D A N I E L S O N. Danielson. 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 Why is it looking Danielson? I don't know why it looks so weird to me. I don't know. Might be those glasses. It might be those glasses. Um, but a better name is the 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 Twitter tag. Are you looking at the mushroom map? I might have been that. Battle bus driver is their their tag on social media. Yeah, battle bus driver pretty good he's probably really a bus driver maybe yeah. maybe is um, he one of the ones that punches the kids and shit mm-hmm. i like that i, I hope so them motherfuckers need to be socked the fuck up he's yeah. honking and running stop signs <laughs> he doesn't even put that stop sign out let you pass and let the kid fend for themselves yeah he's like look both ways bitches i'm not putting the sign out i got stops to go and he just he's, takes yeah, off yeah he's honking and bonking as soon fucking. as they're out he's moving yeah <laughs> don't let the, don't let the door hit your backpack bitch get moving yeah. <laughs> tracy watch your back <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're That'd be cool if bitch. the battle bus drivers just had like paintball guns and like when they would cross each other, they would fucking start shooting at them and shit. Oh, that'd be good. Real yeah. guns. He gives the kids That's slingshots and shit. Paintball. What's up with crossing guards? Yeah. What about them? You gotta, dude, people are assholes. Like if you didn't have a crossing guard, people will fucking not Who, let little like, kids where, go. Where? Who's? Are they paid? Are they volunteers? Yeah. Yeah. Who are they school working school for? School really? And it's yeah. usually older. Like a bus like driver. Probably a retired yeah. bus driver became a crossing guard. Huh. Yeah. You know, it's or, always, or it's always child molester that hasn't gotten busted yeah, it's yet. It's just weird. It's always just a weird. Yeah. weird There's not on the map yet. Yeah. On the predator map. No. Um, but anyways, uh, battle bus driver, Danielson, Denielson, <laughs> um, is going to win a sticker pack from printer Jeep for interacting and sharing on social media. We appreciate that. Um, also, um, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com, check out other cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Art and Jacob Do America. Um, go check them out. And uh, you can also go to shopelucateco.com um, to buy some Elucateco goods. Um, and if you do make that purchase, you can use the code SOFAKING at checkout and get a exclusive sticker um, that is a collaboration between ourselves and Elucateco Hot Sauce, which is super fucking cool. It's a... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of bucket listy for me because that's my favorite hot sauce before the show. And then to know that we have some kind of weird sticker collaboration yeah. that people can get that has something to do with something that we made up mm-hmm. and my favorite hot sauce. That's kind mm-hmm. of fucking cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you should go get that sticker because it's cool. And it was on my bucket list. Like I can die happy now. Got the sticker done. You know what I mean, that one's checked off. Um, but yeah, there's still stickers left. Um, 
go over there and buy a six pack of hot sauce. It's Christmas time. You can give the gift of fucking a flavor. You sure can. Give the gift of hot sauce and go buy something for uh, one of your family members that's into that. Because they have all kinds of stuff. There's scarves over there. They have fucking sweaters and flannels and fanny packs and they got all kinds of shit. Blankets, hot sauce itself, keychains. Go get something um, and use code SofaKing when you check out because not only will you get a discount on our behalf um, and give us some credit for are they, spreading are they the word. using that term, give the gift of flavor? No. Why, why aren't not? they? I don't why know. It's magic. It fell out of my tongue. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be paid. Yeah. yeah. We are getting paid. Oh, so. Yeah. For shit like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, for our genius. Yeah. That's in the contract. Who's their marketers? It's like we work for HP Who's or their, Apple. Like yeah. We create something, they just own it. Who's their marketers? They need to be fired. Yeah. So anyways, um, go over there, get that sticker, and get some hot sauce at the same time. If you see it in the wild, um, take a picture. Every week we give away a hot sack or a hot box, and uh, we put all kinds of swag in there from us and other collaborators of sorts. If we have stickers from Jimmy D's, um, from yeah. El Yucateco, mm-hmm. any kind of swag we have from them, we usually throw one of our shirts in there. Um, there's, there's lots of cool stuff in there. If you've seen people post it, that's a hot sack or a hot box, and all you have to do is participate on social media um, and, and post your El Yucateco and tag us and tag them. Um, also, make sure, sure you're following them. Follow Frankie Pigeons because um, that's helpful too um, because then they'll follow you back and they will see when you post. So that's kind of a big thing is like Frankie goes and looks for hashtags. But if you're following Frankie and then Frankie's following you, mm. when you post something, it comes mm. up in the feed. Pro tip. A, a Pro high, tip. Yeah. High, higher likelihood. Higher likelihood that they're going to see it. Um, so go do that. Um, and also check out Print Dirt Cheap. You go to printdirtcheap.com and order stickers and or printed goods, and you can save some money by using code SofaKingPodcast at the checkout. Um, also, check out uh, Two Day Banners. That's the number two, and then daybanners.com. Um, if you need a banner for your business or whatever, a sporting event or special event or whatever's going on, you got a podcast and you want a banner, um, you got a soccer team, you can go over there and get it, and you can get it with a quickness. Uh, it's good quality. I ordered one myself, it came with a quickness. If you want to play a practical joke uh, or make a giant piece of art, it's an affordable way to do that. So go over there and do it. And also you can use uh, Code Sofaking Podcast at checkout to save some money when you do it. Um, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com. He's got lots of cool stuff over there that he makes. Um, he's in the middle of a big shirt order for us to do a refill for Patreon and for our store, um, So which you can find at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Uh, it's Christmas time. Go buy yourself something. Go buy someone something. And we appreciate your support. Um, also, check out Mindframe Podcast. Uh, we haven't recorded in a little bit. Dave's voice is back. He doesn't look too sick over there. I think we're probably ready to get another episode out. Yeah. Hoping we, get, hoping yeah. we can get one out. This His week. voice faded right when you said that. He tried to say it. Uh, My voice yeah. is it's, yeah. it's, it's taxed. Yeah. Well, whiskey there. and time. We'll just take our time. Yeah. Lots of takes. Yeah. We'll start over if we have to. Settle the coughs. Coughs? Coughs? I said that weird. Anyways, um, also check out RetroVague. Go to RetroVague.com. Use code 80skid. And uh, I think that's all I got right now. So uh, we want to close out, as we've done in the past, by giving some uh, tips and advice on um, how to become a Sculpt Member of the Month. Uh, A lot of people um, who are our patrons um, apply to be Sculpt Member of the Mm -hmm. Month. It's a very secretive application Mm -hmm. process. It's hard to find. Uh, the application. That's the trick, that, really. That's one yeah. of the big tricks. But these are people who were close. We almost gave the coveted spot to, but for some reason or another, um, we did not. There's a reason and another. There is, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, Sometimes more. Mm. 
The first that we wanted to mention is uh, a patron who simply goes by SCL. Mm, yeah. Mm. SCL. Yeah. Like sucks punk? a lot. Sucks a lot. Not That's SLC. Sucks a lot. SCL. SLC. SSL. Like SLC Punk. SSL. Utah. What is it again? I already forgot it. SCL. Oh, SCL. Sucks cock lots. <laughs> I knew it was gonna, you were really yeah. working on it. Yeah. I thought it was SSL. I was trying to. So, so, so. Yeah. Um, and really, at the end of the day, uh, just that's that's not a name. That's not. Yeah. You know, like, I'm never going to call somebody that. Yeah. What are we going to say? Everything? Like, if I like met somebody and I were like, hey, huh. you know, my name's Dave, and they're like, you can call me SCL. I'd yeah, be we'll like, call you no, fucking, we can call you suckle. That. That's what we're going to yeah. call you. Yeah. 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 Fucking suckle cell anemia. Suckle this tit, bitch. Yeah. Like, suckle this suckle Did you say balls. suck this tit? Suckle. Suckle, suckle, suckle this, this tit, tit, bitch. You suck yeah. a dick, you suckle a tit. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's a fucking ultimate. <laughs> Don't even say suck my dick. <laughs> suckle this tit, bitch. <laughs> suckle, <laughs> suckle my balls. Because I don't want him to suck my balls. I want him to be suckled. Suckle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can suckle my taint. That's you know? the equivalent. For, females should say that. Fucking yeah. women should be like, suckle my tit, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> suckle my pu- suckle my pussy. Yeah. Succulently suckle my pussy. No, that'd be like lick my clit. Like lick my clit. Suck on my tit. Suck on my tit. Suck on my tit. Next is John Schultz. Mm. <clears throat> um, we know him. The I mean, really, like for me, John was you guys, a, John was a cult member of the month. He was. Why are you even mentioning him? Um, Why is he applying again? Like he's, he's applying new, again. Like he's trying to be a new person. Well, I think I th- he's in the records. I think this was the we ended up giving it to him. But we gave yeah. him feedback on his application and said, you're yeah. not going to get it because well, of this. He's been reborn. He identifies as a pancake now. And uh, so he yeah. thought that maybe he would qualify. Yeah. But, uh, why but, didn't he put his new name, Patty Pancake, on yeah. there then? Yeah, We're just he didn't not as progressive that. as him. Yeah. And I don't even acknowledge, like, pancake. Like, that's just too yeah. far. Yeah, gender, all that far. stuff. I'm down with it. You know, yeah. be you. But well, I think the thing is, does he asking a lot does he secrete maple syrup or no? Boysenberry. Boysenberry. Yeah. Yeah. A boy named Barry. Uh, a boy yeah. named Barry. He secretes on a boy named Barry. syrup is good, man. Boysenberry syrup is good. I don't think I've ever had it. I like boysenberry jelly. I never went for it. I went, I used to go like like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It was like peanut butter and strawberry jam. Like that was right. that was it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like fucking blackberry, raspberry, what does a boysenberry, boysenberry. Look like? It looks like a poison. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Poison. 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 Yeah, that girl is poison. Yeah. Yeah, you I need to go to IHOP just to get the boysenberry. Does yeah. it look like, I mean, in nature, in its form before it yeah, becomes phone, syrup, phone. is it like a raspberry? Like it's You know a, everything about mushrooms and their fucking for some reason, I think molecular like network. A, I think it looks like a like a miniature grape, but I might be wrong. Oh, really? It's, it's like a, they look like a, they look like, like a, a fucking, it's not a cluster. No, it doesn't look, look like a, a cluster They look like a raspberry. It looks like a raspberry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a raspberry, but it's a boysenberry. Yeah, it looks like grapes. Oh, I was thinking of a totally different No, not grapes. It looks like a raspberry. No, it looks like baby grapes. No, it looks like a raspberry. Like a little miniature grapes, not, like a little no, thing of grapes. Grapes don't even look like that. Yeah, like on the side of a wine bottle. No. Like someone like drew a boysenberry's a, good. An illustration of baby grapes. Um, you know what I'm saying? Blackberry's good. And ra- and red raspberry is good. Red I don't like the jam. seeds, though. So, you're, so what you're jam. saying is... Don't have the seeds in it. Oh, okay. You're down with yeah. his excretions, but it's not his identification. Excretions. Secretions. Yeah. yeah. Excretions. Yes. Yeah. Secrete. Excrete. Suckle. Mm. <laughs> Suckle my tip, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cornbread's tight. <laughs> so that's it. That's a couple of couple of pointers. 
a couple of shout outs uh, so you know what to look for I mean, as a skull. The takeaway is suck on my tips. We didn't give any tips. We didn't give any tips or tricks. Like that was terrible. We did. We, we did. We, we gave it all we needed. You had to read justification. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to read between the mimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silent instruction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> read between the mimes. Yeah. It's just two guys standing by a wall with yeah. a list of instructions. Stuck in a box. Yeah. Yeah. It's my stuck in that box. Yeah. Is that it? I got That's a headache, it. dude. I do too. I got that whiskey I'm, fucking yeah, me up. I, I almost went to sleep. It hit you. I was asleep. You. I was asleep. Yeah. I fucking, I'm having trouble. Yeah. Whiskey headache's stupid. Uh, on, I don't have man? a headache. I just, it just calmed me I way do. the fuck down. Two down. Yeah, yeah. It put me down like like an old dog. Yeah. I got to pee real bad. I'm going to pee so hard. Are you? Yeah. Got yeah. yellow eyes. Got huh. that jaundice right now. <laughs> got that banana wagon. Yep. <laughs> I need to get the shit out of me right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, take some time here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with the Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out uh, you can take on underscore hot sauce, Jimmy DC's, and Podbelly. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Mindframe Podcast. Um, and uh, I, think the, I think Banana Wagon's like the fucking the nemesis of Pussy Wagon. You know what I mean? Alternate, yeah. Got that banana wagon. Uh, wagon. What's it right? What is it? Does not even go together? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. No idea. And that's pretty much it. Don't be a retard.